section thirteen of the three impostors by arthur mackin this librivox recording is in the public domain the decorative imagination in the course of a few weeks dyson became accustomed to the constant incursions of the ingenious mr burton who showed himself ready to drop in at all hours not averse to refreshment and a profound guide in the complicated questions of life his visits at once terrified and delighted dyson who could no longer seat himself at his bureau secure from interruption while he embarked on literary undertakings each one of which was to be a masterpiece on the other hand it was a vivid pleasure to be confronted with views so highly original and if here and there mr burton's reasonings seemed tinged with fallacy yet dyson freely yielded to the joy of strangeness and never failed to give his visitor a frank and hearty welcome mr burton's first inquiry was always after the unprincipled robins and he seemed to feel the stings of disappointment when dyson told him that he had failed to meet this outrage on all morality as burton styled him vowing that sooner or later he would take vengeance on such a shameless betrayal of trust one evening they had sat together for some time discussing the possibility of laying down for this present generation and our modern and intensely complicated order of society some rules of social diplomacy such as lord bacon gave to the courtiers of king james i it is a book to make said mr burton but who is there capable of making it i tell you people are longing for such a book it would bring fortune to its publisher bacon's essays are exquisite but they have now no practical application the modern strategists can find but little use in a treatise de re militari written by a florentine in the fifteenth century scarcely more dissimilar are social conditions of bacon's time and our own the rules that he lays down so exquisitely for the courtier and diplomatist of james i's age will avail us little in the rough-and-tumble struggle of to-day life i am afraid has deteriorated it gives little play for fine strokes such as formerly advanced men in the state except in such businesses as mine where a chance does occur now and then it has all become as i said an affair of rough and tumble men still desire to attain it is true but what is their moyen de parvenir a mere imitation and not a gracious one of the arts of the soap vendor and the proprietor of baking powder when i think of these things my dear dyson i confess that i am tempted to despair of my century you are too pessimistic my dear fellow you set up too high a standard certainly i agree with you that the times are decadent in many ways i admit a general appearance of squalor it needs much philosophy to extract the wonderful and the beautiful from the cromwell road or the nonconformist conscience 
australian wines of fine burgundy character the novels alike of old women and the new women popular journalism <laughs> these things indeed make for depression yet we have our advantages before us is unfolded the greatest spectacle the world has ever seen the mystery of the innumerable unending streets the strange adventures that must infallibly arise from so complicated a press of interests nay i will say that he who has stood in the ways of a suburb and has seen them stretch before him all shining void and desolate at noonday has not lived in vain such a sight is in reality more wonderful than any perspective of baghdad or grand cairo and yet to set on one side the entertaining history of the gym which you told me surely you must have had many singular adventures in your own career perhaps not so many as you would think a good deal the larger part of my business has been as commonplace as linen drapery but of course things happen now and then it is ten years since i established my agency and i suppose that a house and estate agent who had been in trade for an equal time could tell you some queer stories but i must give you a sample of my experiences some night why not to-night said dyson this evening seems to me admirably adapted for an odd chapter look out into the street you can catch a view of it if you crane your neck from that chair of yours is it not charming the double row of lamps growing closer in the distance the hazy outline of the plane tree in the square and the lights of the hansom swimming to and fro gliding and vanishing and above the sky all clear and blue and shining come let us have one of your sans nouvelles my dear dyson i am delighted to amuse you with these words mr burton prefaced the novel of the iron maid end of the decorative imagination